Autobots Transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today is season one, episode ten of Beast Machines. It is Survivor. Uh, this episode was written by Brian Byrne, Bryn, Byrne, Byrne, Chandler Reeves, and directed by Dennis Heaton. Yachtin' the getting the heat on. Uh, the last time on Beast Machines, uh, Night Scream restored Black Arachnia's spark to her body, and Tankor admitted that he is Rhinox and sees Megatron's path forward as the only option. Also, Optimus had some mumbo jumbo about the Matrix. And uh, meanwhile, Megatron's busy tearing his house down because he's tired of his lackey setbacks and. He drops the soap and says the organics are growing stronger. And yeah, and uh, the lackey's been having doing the, these treatments on him. Um, but what he suggests, he says, "Look, instead of trying to get the organic out of you, why don't we just transfer your spark, take your spark out, and put it in a vehicle in a wholly technological body?" The old Megatron's like, "Nope, I'm not risking it. Not even for one second. Am I stepping outside without my pants on?" I don't like, blame nope, him. Not happening. I mean, it's a bit he made himself, but I don't blame him. So the lackey suggests that what they do is study uh, Night Scream because how, however it is, he trans he found an organic form on Cybertron and maybe, it, I mean, this is very weak, but the lackey says that if we could reverse that process so that instead of a, a trans uh, an, or a, a technological adapting to organic, we could have an organic getting rid and becoming a technology. Yeah, he could pull a Donatello, reverse the polarity of the process, because this there guy somehow go. managed to uh, find a beast mode on a planet with no beasts. And I just yes. I just realized who he reminds me of, because it's been digging at me. He's got that stupid fucking hair thing that falls down, and he's even got the blue outfit on. He looks oh, and reminds me of yeah. Matt Miller from Saints Row 3. Like, remember, remember that guy, the fucking leader of the Deckers, I think they were called, the, the nerdy gang? The, uh, he doesn't have the accent, but it, it's... Okay. That's what he reminds um, me of. I don't. I've never played that. Uh, but uh, Optimus, so Optimus wants to uh, investigate uh, Night Scream's memories. Oh, yeah, sorry. We go to Optimus, and he wants to uh, rat trap to, like, ho- hook into Night Scream so they can find out what happened, even though they already know what happened. Yeah, but... Optimus says, open your spark to me, yeah. Night Scream. Like, I, I bet you never thought there'd be a Madonna reference on the show, did you? But oh, there you go. Uh, so Rat Trap does, and me. he finds out that um, uh, Night Scream, I'm, why do I not remember his name ever? <laughs> Night Scream uh, has a built-in DNA scanner, and Night Scream says something to the effect of, hey, yeah, don't you remember back in 84, we all got to put in our uh, lower chassis? Yeah. And Rat Trap's like, no, dude, I was out in the Beast Wars. Of course, yeah. I don't remember that happening. Yeah. And <laughs> Night Scream's like, yeah, I remember that, the Beast Wars. Yeah. You guys fucked that up, too, at the last <laughs> second. It's like, yeah, Everybody's getting really pissy with each other. Yeah, Rat Trap's um, like, look, you can it, but I lost friends in that war. And then Cheetor tells Rat Trap to can it. Yeah. And Optimus tells them all to calm down. Oh, he has the feels. So, yes, the past is painful, but... Where did Night Scream find bat DNA in the first place? It's it is a valid question, and uh, Night Scream uh, actually, when Optimus starts talking about that, Night Scream just gets really tired of Optimus moping about mm. his you know the the Beast Wars and lost allies and comrades and all that, and he's like, you know what? Fuck you! I'm yep. not going to help. I did not survive this long by boohooing every time someone died. Like, yeah, and Red Trip's like, ah, let him go. And the 
I'm just like, no, no, we, we need to find out what he knows. But uh, Rat Trap's like, that's okay. I got this. And he has, I guess, one of the seeds from that tree. Yeah. And he gives it to Optimus. And Cheetor's like, well, well, hang on here. Remember what happened the last time we tried this? Like, no. It and didn't end well. The Optimus just decides there was something he said. The seeds of, remember the beginning, the first episode, the seeds yeah, of the, the seeds future, Larry of the Barry future, the or something like that. <laughs> Apparently, he's going total Nostradamus here, where he's like, oh, this kind of makes sense with the seeds. So, yeah. Yeah, it's literally a seed. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so apparently now the Oracle intended for him to plant this yeah. seed, and he wants to replant it in the same spot the original tree was. Why? But well, they get to the chamber where the first tree was to plant the seed. But when they get to it, it's been sealed off. But like they're standing ten feet away from it when they notice it's been sealed off and it's lit up. Like, how did yeah. you not see it that it was sealed off until you were that close? Like, come on. So Night Scream screams at it to blast it open, and the lackeys yeah, picks him up on radar. Yeah, immediately detects him and uh, whatever. Optimus tells Night Scream, like, look, stop, man, before you cause a cave in. And Rat Trap's like, that's ah, a little late for that. <laughs> the whole place starts shaking. Uh, and JP shows up. And, yeah, because um, Night Scream's like, look, it's not me that's making this place shake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the vehicles show up. So, oh, we totally forgot to uh, mention this, which is very, very important. A huge story point is uh, when Lackey said to Megatron, hey, let me study Night Scream. Megatron said to the three generals, go get me Night Scream and bring him back alive. Oh, that's yeah. super, yes. super important. By the way, that's why they're here. They didn't just, you know, decide to <laughs> so, show up. Yeah, all the generals are here. <laughs> and they all transform and they fight. Yeah, they have themselves a good old fight. Thrust blasts a bunch of shit down at Optimus and buries him, and that makes him drop the soap. Yeah, he then... goes he goes to beast mode, soap dropped, and Black Arachnia uses her web uh, grenade again. Throws yeah, that to JP, and... and then and then she asks, uh, she gets to thrust. She's like, "So what's it gonna be this time?" <laughs> yeah, and before they can get anywhere, JP blaster off like again he's just fine yeah when you when you do anything to that guy he is fine within five seconds black arachne and thrust are just kind of looking at each other like he's got his guns out but he doesn't shoot and she starts to lower her hands then jestron blasts her he's like i'm sorry i couldn't stand the suspense (laughs) (laughs) so uh rat trap is fighting tankor but really hesitant to actually attack him and night scream is not yeah, he's like, that's ah, too bad for him. He's not my buddy. Yeah. Jumps out. <laughs> so very quickly, Cheetor and Rattrap join Night Scream in fighting Tankor. All their hesitation, gone. Like Cheetor and Rattrap are on Tankor's arms and they're like jamming the saws and Tankor throws them all off, blasts them, and the Maxwells pick themselves up. Did you notice the freeze frame though? Like it was, there's a weird transition here where it, everything, it freeze frames, everything whites out, and then we we fade back into Cheetor and Rattrap picking themselves off the ground. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously it's a time passage or passage of time, but it's a really awkward way to do it. Yeah, because they're picking themselves up. They realize Night Scream isn't with them. And, uh, well, turns out the Viacons got him in commercial break. And when we come back, Night Scream wakes up. He's in this little stasis containment pod thing or cell. Uh, and they, they open it up. He jumps out and attacks them. Um, and then they very quickly oh is and sorry it's lackey and he's got the three viacon generals with him and they the generals shoot him down yeah. back into his little thing and he's like i am transformed and the lackey's like sweet i'll study that too and just keep scanning well when he scans him he realizes that uh night screams organic parts help to heal him yeah and um 
if by reversing this process, I guess we'll achieve Megatron's organic purge. But uh, the the drone actually enters this little chamber that they're carrying along with him and uh, tells him to start talking. And then he's like, hey, "Fuck you," basically. And then he gets out the little uh, torture things on the end of an arm. So that's a little little Star Wars, Star Wars reference yeah. right there. And yeah. then so Night Scream then does start talking. He screams at them. Yeah, he's like, "All right, I'll tell you. Come here." And he yeah. brings it closer, and then just screams at it point blank. Yeah. So, uh, and then takes off and jet storm, uh, problem and thrust start chasing him through the tunnels. We have a very cool mm, swoopy, and, uh, POV chase scene here. And he knows he has to stay in robot mode to heal apparently. And, uh, he also knows he can't go back to the others or else he'll lead these guys straight to their base. Yeah. So, uh, he, the, oh, the lackey then orders, starts to tell tank or, Hey, start cleaning up this junk. Start doing that. Start doing that. Yeah. And. Uh, Tankor drops the garbage on him and then picks him up and in Rhinox's voice basically tells him, I'm not taking orders anymore. I'm in charge. Yep. And uh, the lackey seems kind of surprised that Tankor is so eloquent all of a sudden. And yeah. he even says, like, did you prefer him when all I said was, Tankor smash! <laughs> and he goes back to Tankor's voice when he says that. Yeah. So in the last episode, I said how much I loved the idea that he, it, this is Rhinox and he is acting on his own free will. Yeah. What I really love about this is he explains to the lackey that I think Megatron's plan is perfect. There's only one flaw in it, yep. and that is it's Megatron. Megatron himself, yes. And he's like, I'm not the Maximal I used to be, and I'm not the idiot Megatron intended, and this plan's good, but Megatron's the problem. And he's contaminated by a beast mode. Cybertron needs a ruler without that problem. Me. Exactly. And uh, he says, so to the lackey, you're going to serve me now instead of Megatron. And the lackey says, I'm sorry, I'm programmed to serve Megatron. So Rhinox tells him, <laughs> yeah. we'll have to fix like, that. Hold my bear. Yeah. <laughs> Get the tools. So we go back to Night Scream, and he's flying along, babbling on about and how like, great oh, it is. It's great to be flying alone again. Oh, yeah. I don't have to look back at anything. It's awesome. And he runs into a wall. Yeah, well, it, it's a room that's just rocks, not metal. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Like, it's like how a deep into Cybertron is this, right? Because you know how, like, every time you go down in Cybertron, it gets more and more uh, primitive yeah, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. So, like, yeah, how yeah. far down are we where it actually is rock? Like, <laughs> very, very far. He's been flying for days, nanocycles, decacycles. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so he hits the wall, and while he's waking up, uh, JP arrives. And I, I know we talk about how little sense the crap that comes out of his mouth makes, but I wrote this down. Because it does make no sense. So uh, Night Scream was saying how great it was. He didn't have to look back at anything. JP says, are you sure you don't want to look back? Because here's number one in 3D. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? Well, Night Scream mentioned that from now on, I'm going to look out for number one. And Jester's like, well, I'm not. But even then. It, then none of that still that doesn't make sense he's number why 3d what nah. commercial break commercial break <laughs> <laughs> uh, they fire at him but he he jumps over them and screams a hole into the floor and he escapes down that so now they're going down a hole here oh yeah 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 they uh thrust has showed up yeah it's right now after the commercial break he's here now and they're so they're going on. after him down this this hole i guess but uh, the maximals are suddenly all there in robot mode yep. and they attack and uh, Black Arachnia binds... Actually, they attack, but Black Arachnia kind of does all the fucking work here. It she binds like thrust hands and then uh, y- yanks a boulder, like webs a boulder behind JP and 
yanks it on top of him. Like, damn, girl. Yeah, and it really doesn't do much to Thrust because you just kind of blast them clear of his guns. And Meanwhile, uh, it's important that Optimus jumps into this hole right after... Uh, Right after uh, Night Scream, so he's going down the thing after him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Night Scream screamed at the ground and created a cave, and so he's going even deeper into uh, Cybertron. Cybertron. Cybertron, yeah. Cybertron. <laughs> I, I think because uh, when she yanks JP down, he skids across the floor, and uh, he stops next to Cheetor and Rat Trap, and Rat Trap calls him Wangding. Like, my grandmother used to use that word when she meant, like, crazy or silly or something. It's like, I can remember being at her house in the late 80s, and The Price is Right was on, and she's like, them people go Great wing ding. <laughs> wing ding. It's like, oh my God. I like it. Oh man. So uh, the Viacons get away after this. They, they escape. And uh, we go to back to Tankor, who has finished reprogramming Lackey to serve Tankor, but lie to Megatron and say he's serving him. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to make like you still obey Megatron. See? Yeah. <laughs> That's the ticket. And uh, then he sent what he says to the lackey is, look, there's an energy signature I picked up while I was in the Matrix with mm. or mind melding, whatever I did with the old uh, Dingbot there, Optimus. <laughs> so wing ding Optimus. And uh, you're welcome, Nanny. Why don't you go check out that energy signature <laughs> yeah. for me? And Nightstream finally, meanwhile, gets to the bottom of this hole in the ground and falls into a room with the skeleton of a giant bat in the a wall. A single bat. Well, that's for now. But and Optimus lands behind him and... and Goes to beast mode. And Night Scream realizes this is where I found the DNA that allowed me to become a maximal. Yeah. And must have scanned this fossil. Yeah. And then uh, he sees a whole room of other fossils. Like it's like an elephant graveyard mm. kind of thing. And he just comes down with a big case of survivor's guilt because he's Huge. like, I survived when thousands of others didn't, even though they could have scanned these fossils and but like you know maybe survive megatron's virus couldn't they have all scanned uh, the bat like yeah, the same one uh, transformer scans a life form is that <laughs> yeah. is like is something in the life form used up they can't, can only no other transformer can yeah anyway that'd be a neat a whole like army of of uh transformer bats <laughs> but uh night scream gets oh oh jp and thrust arrive uh because again why not and uh, Night Scream gets angry at them and huge scream will not stop even when Optimus orders him to. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, well, Optimus just basically just throws the seed into the room with the fossils, which I thought is oh, clearly yeah, like an oil part. painting background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it looks like an oil painting. Like, it doesn't look like CG at all. Yeah, it's when this show goes uber style over substance, it's one of its strengths. Oh yeah, this is where is this where Optimus? I oh, fuck this this episode when they get into Optimus and his vision quest. Even <laughs> though I take notes on this the shit, I completely out, yeah. oh I totally check out because it's it is so boring. It doesn't yeah. Well, ugh. back with Megatron, he's like screaming at his lackey who has no explanation as to how things went so south and like the, the process is sound, but it might be that you have a subconscious desire to keep your beast mode and Megatron just tells the thing. Get out. <laughs> like now, like go. And he contacts Tankor. Oh, 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 this was the one thing that was important with the, the uh, ding, uh, wing ding the rat, but, um, or the bat. But he, he has his survivor guilt moment, and then um, he and Optimus basically bond. They have a moment where they connect yeah. over, 
over being self-centered douchebags, but it's as these two have not liked each other from the get-go, it, it's eh, it's a bit of a closure moment. But yeah, then Megatron yelling at Lackey. And here's the... This was, again, everything good about this episode had to do with Rhinox and Tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said that uh, Megatron tells the thing to get out and then he contacts Tankor. No, uh, the thing gets out and then the the, the Lackey contacts Tankor. That's what I mean. Yeah, my notes are kind yeah. of freaked up and Tankor has followed up on Lackey's investigation into this energy signature. Mm. And it turns out that Tankor found the fucking Oracle. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. George Santayana. Out of all the sparks he could have picked from, he had to use silver bolts and rhinoxes. Like, which makes me really wonder, who is Jetstorm problem? Like, the only other Transformer that survived the Beast Wars was Waspinator, and they left him behind, so clearly he's just some schmuck Transformer that was on side Tribertron when Megatron conquered it. And if using just regular Joe Transformer was an option, why would Megatron use Silverbolt and Rhinox? Like, doesn't he remember how Silverbolt managed to win Black Arachnia over to the Maximals? Doesn't he remember the time he did make Rhinox a Predacon back in Season 1 of Beast Wars and Dark Designs? Yeah, remember how well that went for you, Megatron? Rhinox flattened Scorponok, he knocked Waspinator stupid, and threatened to make Pterosaur into Pterodactyl Hot Wings. Like, it got so bad, you actually changed him back yourself to get him to fucking leave. And this time time you put him inside a tank what what the sparks you had to pick from in unlabeled jars are you one of those fucking people that's farsighted but refuses to wear their glasses that thinks that the red button on the pin pad with the word cancel on it and the big fucking x is the okay button like holding the thing at arms like didn't hit my glasses which one's checking they all call it here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, Beast Machines. If uh, the next episode is the key, if you want to see a couple wingdings on the internet, you can find <laughs> Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He is at P McPherson one Yes, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Tell us uh, what you're listening to us with, what podcast app you're using. Tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. You can find old episode of uh, Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. that would be G1 and Beast Wars at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I'm sorry I couldn't stand the suspense.